week's episode of Braid the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zeratti. I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Erin Labar. And thank you for joining us. Uh, today on the show, we're talking about all kinds of stuff. We're talking about the uh, renaming of the MTS Center. Yeah, we also have a slew of summer beverages to try. Yes, we do. A, a, a literal slew. And uh, we're also going to be chatting about Cirque's upcoming performance uh, here in the city, as well as Wonder Woman, which opens on Friday. was your week you're the only working stiff <laughs> yes I'm um, on vacation yeah I'm pretty jealous but it's been a good week uh, as I mentioned last week on the pod I did the chili peppers review on the weekend and I got to sit down with Josh Klinghoffer which was really really awesome yes it seems like it was a great experience it was he was such a sweetheart and also gave me twice as much time as I was supposed to have that never happened never so someone came knocking on the door as they do at 14 minutes out of 15 and he literally was in the chair and he's like we're fine leave her alone <laughs> so we uh we kept talking for another 15 20 minutes after that great it was great but then I got out of the little we were literally in a tiny little um dressing room this is like very narrow and we were like yeah. sitting very close like together deep in the bowels of the MTS yeah. center yeah but then by the time I got out the woman who was organizing all the interviews had escorted the other media out already so I was just backstage and I didn't have the appropriate pass as you know you need the all <gasps> oh, access no. pass so I literally had taken three steps out of the room and the security was like, who are you <laughs> you're not you don't have the right pass why are you here and I'm just like I'm just trying to get out oh I mean God. you are a pretty sketchy looking lady <laughs> to be fair I know but I had like my computer and my phone and all this stuff and then as I'm trying to figure out where to go flea walks like right by and I almost walk right into him and it's like ah. but uh no it was great it was a really great experience did you ever watch the show roadies when it was on I didn't so it was Cameron Crowe show that only had one season and I'm so sad it was canceled but there was one of the I mean Cameron Crowe he uh, directed Almost Famous and uh one of the kind of tropes that he kind of has the tendency to fall into is that of the crazy groupie yeah but there was one on this show and I feel like you should have maybe just played up that angle for like a different like experiential journalist sort of story. Like, like <laughs> I shouldn't be back here, but I'm back here. What are you going to do about it? But I'm not, I'm very much a rule follower. Yes, I know. Me too. <laughs> so, Even you saying that stressed me out so much. So I was just like, kidding. Never do it. I, I uh, was just telling all the security guards, I'm just trying to get out the way that I came. I'm trying to get back out. I have to do my job. I have to do a review. I'm just trying to get out. And they're like, okay, like, calm down. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah there was that and then uh i also am on week four of a cash diet is this a gail vaz oxlade inspired cash diet? i love gail so much i wish that she was my aunt so that she could just <laughs> give me <laughs> She's free financial aunt. advice at all times um yeah it was actually because i watch all of her shows and the first thing she does is put the money in the jars and say mm -hmm. this is your cash give me your cards chop chop the cards do you have jars i do not have jars i'm a little less strict on myself than gail would be but I've I've tried giving myself a hundred dollars cash a week for everything except for gas and groceries, which I'm actually finding is too much. So I'm gonna have to ah. I'm gonna cut it because it I have too much leeway, right? And I'll just spend it. Correct. So I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna try cutting it down to maybe like sixty dollars a week. Okay. Well, you'll have to keep us apprised of how that goes. Yeah, and it's honestly anyone who's trying to like pay off their credit cards and get that under control it's helped so much and it's only been a few weeks so that seems like something I should do <laughs> because I've, I'm finding that I'm on a staycation right now this is week one of two um and I haven't taken two consecutive weeks off of work since 2012 so it's feeling good but I'm finding with staycations you tend to spend 
funny because you treat you're yourself. Like, yeah, because you're just like, I'm a, I, could, I can go check out this boutique I haven't checked out yet. Or I can go get my hair done. Or I can go get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. These are all things I've done, by the way. Um, <laughs> so I'm the opposite of you. I'm spending money like it's going out of style. But, but I always justify that by saying, if I'm staying in the city, I'm not paying for a flight. I'm not paying for a hotel. I'm not paying to eat out. It's, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So if you want to spend like 200 bucks and go get your hair done, your nails done, get a massage, I say go for it. We're going to begin this week's episode properly with a little, uh, we, we noticed that there was a plethora of summer drink options available, yeah. both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Yes. Um, that I saw popping up like you know, commercials on Instagram. Facebook ads a lot. Fa- lots of Facebook ads. Um, so we thought we would try some. I think we're going to start with the, the Slurpee. Yeah, we'll start with the Slurpee. Okay. So I guess 7-Eleven is doing these like canada loosely canadian associated slurpees i'm pretty sure this is a canada 150 slurpee but i don't understand how a mango what is it just called spicy mango or mango mango heat mango heat how is that canadian i have no idea well whatever it is we're gonna try it. i will admit to not having looked into this too deeply but i just kept seeing ads for it everywhere i took a whiff because i live between two (laughs) 7-elevens you do live directly in the middle (laughs) of two i feel bombarded by this and i'm confused because the slurpee it's a slurpee it's a mango slurpee that's spicy right so i'm just i'm confused by the engineering so okay you should you, should, you want me to go first yeah, i'm I gonna take go the blue first. straw i'm afraid of this and <laughs> that's it's weird mm. it's not bad oh there's the spice oh that's weird it like hit the back of my throat that's a spicy slurpee yeah, but it's not as like it's not as gross as I thought it was going to be. To be honest, no, it's like the mango is very like refreshing. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about having this. But weird, then like, it tickle. Yeah, so it's like a delicious like drinking a fresh mango and then having a mouthful of like cin- and then heart, having cinnamon hearts. Yeah, <laughs> and then having your mouth be set aflame. Right. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> keep going. So that's probably the the strangest one we have. It is cinnamon hearts. That's right. That's the after. That's it's the like, afterburn. It's, I know that that feeling. That's yeah. like scratchy throat. Yeah. Yeah. But again, not unpleasant. No, it's not. Okay. I was expecting that to be a lot more painful, but kind of like the unicorn frappuccino, which we tasted a few episodes ago. And you know that I love. <laughs> it is making my mouth produce a lot of saliva. An excessive amount of saliva. Yeah. All right. So mango heat slurpee. Out of like five, what would you give it? A three. Like a solid three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would give it a four if it didn't hurt me, but because it hurts me, I, I find would. it aggressive. We're going to blow through a couple more and then we'll move on yeah. to an actual we'll move on. topic. Okay. Yeah. So this one is the um, 7-Up. Yes. Yeah, so 7-Up. Cu- is it cucumber mint? Yes. So they came out with a bunch of like lemonade spritzer, like lower calorie drinks this mm-hmm. summer. There's like a lemonade, a cucumber mint. It smells very minty. I smell no mint. On really? This, no, zero mint. And white peach. But we are trying the cucumber I mint. mint. I've tried this already. Okay, so you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Don't like it. I'm... It tastes like lemonade to me. Do I you taste any cucumber or mint in this? I, I smell mint. I taste a touch of cucumber. But mostly I just taste lemon. You're right. And like aspartame. Yeah, I can't say I'm a huge fan of this one. No, I I wasn't. I was disappointed. I was expecting it 
to have a bigger I will probably still try the peach one later pack a bigger mint punch maybe if you added fresh mint to it or some alcohol and vodka it would yeah, be a great mojito <laughs> be, great. be good for mixing like a mojito yeah if you're if you're not into like the traditional but i'm disappointed i was mm-hmm. expecting like i think because i put mint in my smoothies in the morning and i put quite a bit of it i was okay like, I'm maybe inured to it but mm-hmm. okay moving on should we do one more we should do one more okay so this one i have all the cups behind me i'm the bartender today is the moscow mule in a can i'm just gonna check the brand name here it smells amazing it's cabana coast refreshments moscow mule handcrafted in a beautiful can available at liquor marts (laughs) someone said we sounded like the radio ladies on snl oh the sweaty balls (laughs) fame and i feel like we're really leaning into that hard in this episode well this one smells good it smells it smells like ginger it smells pretty okay you go first this time That's, she's making a squinty face. I think it needs to be colder. It's very, it's. Mm-mm. Nope. It's. Nope. 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 That's a lot of ginger. Oh, no. It tastes like rubbing alcohol to me. It's very gingery. Like it's. Oh, no. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah. It's a. That's a mouthful of ginger. No. Nope. I like it though. Actually. Well, then you can finish the can. That's fine. I don't think it holds a candle to what, a, like an actual Moscow Mule. It's too, and it's almost too syrupy. Like it tastes synthetic, like very like mm-hmm. fake artificial flavory to me. Okay. Well, as if mango heat is the, my yeah, favorite so Yeah. Far. Mango heat is the winner of that round by some, some miracle. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So, I mean, you've been at work, you know what's going on in the world more than, it's more true. than I do. It's but true. Some big news is uh, MTS Center is changing its name. Yeah gonna be the bell mts place i don't like that why what do you hate about it i actually don't mind it so i'm curious i don't hate it it's just i find it's a little bit clunky well yes of course it sounds like three random words put together <laughs> like bell mts place and one's an acronym so it's just kind of like what what what's ha- I mean, eyeball couch avenue ex- kind of <laughs> like it's just like this weird association game and yeah. i understand that they can't call it the bell mts center because there already is a bell center in montreal right like geez bell you already have the arena um but i mean as as i will point out i want to point out two things about this yeah one i find corporate naming is never ideal to me because it sometimes results in unintentionally hilarious things like we're kind of making out pretty good Mm -hmm. considering some other places that exist in the world like the smoothie king center in (laughs) New Orleans and uh, the KFC Yum exclamation point is it KFC Yum Center? It is KFC Yum Center. Yeah, I think we're. I think I can. So handle I mean, MTS, Bell MTS Bell place MTS. is is cool, but it's always funny to me how long it takes for new naming rights to come into effect with the people. Yeah. So even though the new signage will be up by September, yeah, no one's gonna call it no. Bell MTS Place Everyone's- until like. 2019 well, no one's gonna call it that at all no they're, it's just too too much of a mouthful they're either just gonna continue to call it mts because people don't even say mts center anymore i'm going to mts do they sometimes i yeah. always say mts center oh really and i remember there was a big thing for a while how it's not the mts center it's oh, mts center. i've had many copy editing debates about that one so i see these are things we have to deal with <laughs> <laughs> the use of copy. the word the yeah and how it's not capitalized if you use uh it in a band name such as the strokes the beatles yada yada but yeah. if you you only capitalize it at the forks 
here's how the sausage is made, guys. These are the things that we think <laughs> about. <laughs> These are the things that take up real estate in our brains. Yes. Um, so I don't see anyone calling it that. I wish that the phone booth caught on more I than I kind of do, too. It's really cute. Actually. It is really cute. But it didn't catch on at all. Nobody calls it that. So we need everyone to start pitching ideas of nicknames for this place because it's going to it's gotta happen. Because yeah. I don't really want to call it the... Uh, um, BMP because that sounds too much like the BNP which is not something that we should be associated with really yeah like the bump the bump yeah that but I don't know everybody think of ideas and send them to us yes please do um yeah so that's that's a thing that's happening so yeah I feel like we just got our minds around the MTS center and now it's changing but and then the iceplex too is also changing oh yeah yeah and then all those people on their cell phone plans are getting bumped to tell us. Yes. So change is afoot. And we all know how Winnipeggers deal with change. <laughs> deal with change. Which is not well. And outside people naming our stuff. But speaking of outside people coming in. Cirque. Yeah. Cirque so Soleil is here. I'm, I'm so really, excited. I'm excited too. I've actually never been. I'm going on Friday. Oh, you're going? I am going. So I'll see you there. Um, I've never seen a Cirque show. Really? No, I haven't. So I'm quite excited and mm-hmm. I'm quite excited about this venue. Yes. Uh, I was there on Wednesday for a, a sort of media rehearsal sneak peek kind of situation. Is this where last year like Cavalia was? Uh, that was two years ago. Two years ago. But it is the exact same location as Cavalia, though the sort of tent, multiple tent situation, because they have tents for like food and, and stuff. It's It's a little bit of a smaller smaller feel to it but the tent itself actually seats i think 2600 people which is a lot but when we went in it really doesn't feel very big at all which is it's hard to explain but when you're in there it just it doesn't feel like it's 2600 seats it feels Hmm. more like maybe a thousand seats that's cool yeah and the stage is really really neat it's like it looks like hardwood but it's actually in like the laminate or whatever they they used to build it it's really well designed so you had a story today Yes. About the show. I did. So tell us a little bit about what you learned about well, it. Well, from what I can understand, I mean, the Cirque is not the best place to go if you want like a really strong storyline or a strong narrative because it's more of like a, a guideline and then they, they develop acts to go sort of sort of along the guideline. So from what I understand, it's, it's sort of set in a, a future past. So it's like it's like based in the Industrial Revolution era, like around the turn of the 19th century into the 20th century. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it's also uh, got a very strong steampunk aesthetic. So there's oh, okay. a lot of like gears and metal and and that kind of stuff. And basically the story is the scientist is convinced that there is some sort of other universe within his cabinet of curiosities, hence the title of the show. Uh, and as he kind of gets things going, more characters come out of the cabinet and then they do their numbers and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah, sounds cool. Yeah. I also think it's a cool venue. Yeah, it is really neat. There's, there's, and I hate to be like a Cirque cheerleader, but I've spent a lot of time working with this organization, uh, since I started being an arts reporter and Odiseo Cavalia is not technically under the Cirque umbrella. It's a totally different company, but it's run and presented in a very similar way. So I kind of loop them all in together. Um, and the tent is, it is like a, a singular viewing experience. There's really nothing else like it. Well, and I think it's cool too. And this is something that I was talking with one of our editors about Sarah Lilliman, who is 
giving her a shout out because she's basically the producer of the show. She's our sober second or third set of ears yeah. before we actually put yeah. this into the world. <laughs> but she and I were talking about how with big destination shows like this that come to Winnipeg that everyone sees them. So everyone is talking about them. And so there's a real synergy with that as well so that everyone can kind of experience this cultural moment and I think it's also interesting too how we've been like really leaning into the fact that we're a winter city Mm -hmm. um but we can also do amazing things in the summer too um and have an outdoor tent venue so super cool yeah so we'll be doing the review of the show if anyone is interested in in that it'll be online this weekend and it'll be in the paper uh on Monday should we try more things Yeah, yeah yeah let's try what is this now this is the strongbow elderflower cider okay it smells good. Ooh, it does. <laughs> that's my that's whole vocabulary at my disposal. It smells good. It's a little bit more tart than I was expecting. Ooh, I like that. I find it very refreshing. It's a I little like the tart. too tart for me. I don't like sour things. After being punched in the face by that <laughs> ginger, it, this is this is really good. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, it, it tastes more like a cocktail than a cider. I would actually be tempted to mix this with champagne and make a sort of mimosa situation. Yeah, that would be delicious too. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It could be more carbonated. Okay. That was good. Yeah. Sweet, but not too like overpower. Jen and I are getting crunk. With our tiny sips. Um, this one is the Bud Light Rattler, which is the grapefruit beer. I love grapefruit I anything. It kind of smells like funky grapefruit. I feel like you're going to love it. Just do it. Why am I the only one drinking these things? Because one of us has to talk while the other person's drinking. Otherwise, it's just dead air, Jed. Yum. I knew you would. I hate beer. <laughs> like, and oh, I like that a lot. That is very See, refreshing. I'm the opposite. I hate grapefruit, but I still mm. like this a lot. See, I love grapefruit ever- anything. Oh, that's very nice. I love grapefruit juice. I love grapefruit scented candles. I love grapefruit everything. Yeah, and I- that is... I could drink a lot of these. Yeah, that is surprisingly <laughs> delightful. Okay, I gotta put this down. Otherwise, okay, the show's gonna get sloppier than it already. Is. Next one is the is the lime green pop shop lime Ricky, which I feel like has been advertised a lot. Yes, it is bright green. It is the greenest drink I have ever seen in my it life. It is Slimer from Ghostbusters green. That is a good it's comparison. Jen. Radioactively green. Okay, I'll go. I don't hate it. It's very sweet, though. Yeah. It doesn't taste alcoholic. It doesn't. I don't even... Hold on. I'm going to check what alcohol is in it. It kind of tastes like a melted lime popsicle. How... What What percentage? 7%. Oh. 7%. Okay, well... It's also in a like a tall boy can. 7%. The can is cute. It's very retro Hard soda, lime shop. Ricky. And they also had like a cream soda, but I hate cream soda, so I didn't get that one. Me too. All right, we got... We have one more. It's non-alcoholic. It's the maple pick-a-pop that literally looks like a bottle of maple it syrup. It looks like, and it doesn't even really look carbonated. But I chose this there's, for us to try bubbles. because it's maple syrup pop. Okay, well, I'm going to be candid and say that I really am not a maple person to begin with. So we'll see. It tastes like syrup. Carbonated syrup. Oh that boy, is, that is pancakes in my mouth. Right that now. is diabetes in a cup. Like that is, that, that is maple maple pop. So I don't think like, I could drink a whole bottle of this. No, I can drink a sip of it. I mean, it doesn't taste bad, but it's no, just it's, like really sweet. But it's you know when like when they came out a few years ago 
with a different colored ketchup. Do you remember that in the 90s? Green ketchup, yeah. Yeah. It just seems wrong. <laughs> like, maple should be warm. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't taste the alcohol in this one either. But there is none. There is none. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's it. That's the seven. So I think my favorite is the mango Me heat too, slurpee. <laughs> which is, I was really like dead set on hating it. Me but too. I'd really prejudge that one hard. And then second is the grapefruit rattler. Me for too. Sure, the Bud Light rattler. And then elderflower is my third. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, probably elderflower. Yeah. So, so there you go. Well, there You're, you go. We did the dirty work for you. All of these are available uh, individually except for the seven up ones, which come in a pack of yeah come in a pack of eight i believe yeah and i also separately tried the farmery pink lemonade which was delish so i can highly recommend that one as well there your patio drinks your patio drinks roundup uh speaking of summer things yeah summer movies yeah we're gonna do this one real quick you saw wonder woman this week oh my god i saw it on wednesday night for like a special preview uh i went with randy king our film reviewer so we had like a little date night it was really cute um, and it was amazing. It I'm was so, so happy to hear that. Good. I honestly, the trailer made me cry. So I, and I felt kind of silly as I was watching it. Cause I was getting a little emotional. I wasn't like crying in my chair, but I was just so pleased to see a, a superhero movie that is like led by a woman B that it's directed by a woman. So it's very much like female gaze. There's hardly any sexualization of the care of, of Wonder Woman and no nudity and very little romance. And it was just like everything about it was so satisfying. That's really good because Wonder Woman is she's dear to a lot of women's mm-hmm. hearts. And even though she was born out of a lot of sexist tropes and, yes. you know, fetishes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really nice to see instead of being told that Wonder Woman is empowering to actually have Wonder Woman be empowering. Yeah, it was it was a really sort of unique viewing experience in that way. I can't remember the last time a movie that is sort of pegged as an, an action, you know, whatever really like affected me in that way because I just, I'm so, I'm not a comic book reader. I'm, I'm very disconnected from that, that world, but I would hundred percent see that movie again for sure. As always, our last segment is what we've been reading, watching, and or listening to, and apparently drinking. Yeah, I'm still uh, hitting that mango heat. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> the mango heat. I wanted to hate the Slurpee so much, and I don't. I it's don't refreshing, even. and then fire. It's Yeah, it's a very strange sensation. But you've been off. For, I've been off. For a while. What have you been filling your time with? Um, I've been reading. So I'm reading, um, there's a book that I love that I read next, last year um, called Where'd You Go Bernadette by Maria Semple. And I'm reading her book, Today Will Be Different. And she was a writer on Arrested Development and did a bunch mm-hmm. of TV and writes novels now. And then I've basically been listening to Beth Ditto's single fire on repeat. She has a solo record coming out um, this month called Fake Sugar, which I feel like we've been consuming a lot of yeah. <laughs> over the course yeah. of this pod. So... How about you? Uh, I have been watching The Bachelorette, and I I'm a fan of really terrible reality TV show. I'm not sure if you. So it was just inevitable that you would. Right, but I was never a Bachelor watcher. I had never watched it ever. And until... that is a, that's like a cult of people. It like, is. It's a very it's a specific thing. type of person, yeah. and they are like committed to it. All my friends watch it, so like when we get together, I have to 
sit quietly for like <laughs> 10 minutes while they discuss the bachelor and or bachelorette right so the current bachelorette she was on the the previous season of the bachelor which is the first season of bachelor i've ever watched in my life i don't know why but it just happened uh and she's also the first black bachelorette which kind of boggles my mind yeah it's 2017 right and i think there's probably been at least 10 seasons of bachelorette i could be wrong i feel like it's been on for my entire life (laughs) right (laughs) so so that was kind of like a big kerfuffle then they picked her to be the uh the bachelorette not not for just because it's great that they finally have a have a black back black bachelorette uh and the show is absolutely crazy the men on this show some of them are just ridiculous one of the guys like they have their when they do their their sort of chat to the camera they have their name and then their uh occupation mm-hmm. so they i don't I can't remember his name his occupation just says waboom on it i don't know what that means <laughs> oh and no. he literally just screams that out loud in the house when they do like dating challenges when they do everything he's just screaming waboom and they thought for sure he'd be out on the first show but she gave him a rose and he's still there well, boom, got a rose, eh? Well, well, boom, got a rose. And then last week, the big uh, drama was one of the contestants had a, a girlfriend, and she showed up to one of the sort of public events that they have and went up to the bachelorette, Rachel, and showed her this, like, stream of text messages that he had sent to her. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and then Rachel, who does not take any shit from anybody, just was like, I don't like getting played. I feel like you're playing me. Get the F out. And then he was gone. Oh, good for her. But at the end of the episode... He came back to the house to talk to her, and that's where it was to be continued. And I'm pretty sure there's a fist fight in the next episode, so I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're riveted. Uh, so one thing we want to mention quickly before we go, uh, we're hoping to start a new segment called Ask Us Anything, where you can tweet, Instagram, email, whatever way you have to contact us, and ask us anything you want. Yeah, so whether it's about something that we've worked on, a story we've written, uh, something about working at the newspaper, whatever you want to know. Any newsroom goss you want us to share? I mean, within reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, nothing weird. I mean, we can't get, we're not going to get fired for this, but, but you know, if you have, like, a legitimate question about the newsroom or one of the reporters that we can answer in a in a lovely way. Like, the glamorous <laughs> world of reviewing concerts? Yes. We can tell you about we that. We can tell you about that. We can tell you about anything you want to know. So, hit us up. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen Zerati. And you can find me at at Naya Rabble, which is just my name backwards. And we are off next week. Yes. But we will see you the week after.